podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. The rustling of leaves, the birds chirping, my feet with each step hitting the rocky, pebbled dirt. The subtle sound of children like playing in discovery in the background uh, or in the distance. The plain and subtle car noises also in the back. Well, except for the one. That one was a little bit loud, like needed a new muffler or something. But but outside of that, um, yeah, it was nice to capture nature and these sounds. Good morning, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to tune in and listen to this podcast. Thank you for joining. Whether you've been sent here by someone close to you or you've had a direct conversation with myself for tuning in, thank you for your resourcefulness on finding your way here. But most importantly, I hope you can find little nuggets that are helpful to you as you listen into today's episode. Now, um, one thing that we aim to do here at the Midweek Muscle is to provide peaceful and positive perspective, an angle of perspective to help you take on whatever barriers or obstacles that either stand directly in your way, or you kind of can foresee coming, or the ones that just kind of appear out of nowhere, right? Um, So just that extra dose, that extra boost to help you overcome the things that can maybe have a tendency to hold you back and or hold you up, the head and the heart, thus the middle of the week boost to keep you moving. Uh, So thank you for joining and thank you for having a, a, you know, thank you for being here today. Um, And so I hope you enjoy today's episode. So um, people, I'm grateful for moments uh, like the rustling leaves and the nature and being able to walk where I can uh, think about breaking away from everything in this world to spend just time right? And to be quiet and to be alone and to recollect my thoughts. Yes, I know that I'm a people person. Yes, I know that I'm constantly working with others and speaking in front of others and 
I I really do like to be in relationship with others. However, the ability for me to just spend time in silence is like legitimately golden. And so I'm grateful for those opportunities where I can, um, like the walk that you kind of hurt me on. Now, you didn't get all of it, but that was a 45 minute walk. Um, well, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and so you just got a little snip of being in my head, in my world. Um, not necessarily with me and my thoughts, but you get those here today. Hey, you see how that works? Great. Um, I, I don't know about you good people, but too often the noise of the world, like the, the noise, the sheer noise of the world saturates my head, my mind, and it impacts the way how I move, like my movement. It affects my movement through life even. Um, like it's productive, uh, but it can also block purpose. Like, isn't that kind of weird to think about? Like, yeah, it's, it's good. Like, it's good that I got that news. It's good that I have that information. It's good that I had that entertainment. It's good that I had that, you know, all those little doses of just like filters of information, whether it's funny or, or serious or anything in between dramatic, you know, it's just, it's good to have it. However, you know, sometimes it's a lot and and there's a lot out there to be honest. So, um, it, it, it adds, and this included, right? We're not exempt. This isn't the end all be all like, right? No, there's so much out there. There's so much content out there. Um, and it, and it helps you to be productive, but it can also, um, Lock your own purpose. And I think that it's important to recognize. Have you ever felt that way? Or have you ever thought about it in that way? It's interesting. Well, we're going to talk about it after some quick. For the culture trivia. That's right. For the culture trivia. So get your brains ready because we're launching in three, two, one. In Sesame Street, what was the name of the Muppet who lived in the trash? In what state would you find the Windy City? Which planet has the nickname the Red Planet? Who painted the Mona Lisa? And what is another term used for a young sheep? Get those answers in. We actually did good today, good people. We had time left over for you to actually think about it. Uh. Okay, let's get to these answers, shall we? Okay, let's do it. Um, In Sesame Street, what was the name of the Muppet who lived in the trash? If you answered Oscar the Grouch, some of y'all were scrambling. You're like, oh, I have the tune in my head. I I can think about it right now. Yeah, but you didn't get the Muppet in the trash. It was Oscar, Oscar the Grouch. (laughs) and what state would you find the windy windy city no not chicago chicago is the city illinois that's right wake up wake up this is for you wake up the sip of coffee i took yeah that's for you it's black coffee too that's really for you um which planet has a nickname the red planet actually people don't go around saying it like that it was just fun to say it like that 
If you answered Mars, you'd be right. Who painted the Mona Lisa? I know. See, I told you. Noise of the world is our Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> See, I knew it was him. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, no, Leonardo da Vinci. Yes, that's right. And what is another term for a young sheep? If your answer was a lamb, not a kid, that's a goat. A lamb, you'd be correct. That was a pretty good for the culture trivia, good people. I hope you did well. Um, I hope you enjoyed that one too. That was fun. Uh, so back to the sounds of nature, right? Uh, I just finished reading a book this week and soon to be done with my next book as a result of doing the Heart 75. So I kind of have a page turning book and I just finished an audio book. So I, I think, you know, that's worth noting. Um, but as a matter of fact, the audiobook is what inspired the sound clip at the beginning of today's episode. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. So uh, really quick, though, I'm in day 31, almost halfway through the hard 75. And here's a couple of learnings that I've had thus far. It's been difficult to work all of it in. So my first learning, and this is just tried and true across the board, the earlier you can work things in, the more fluidly your day goes. The earlier you start, the more fluid the day can go. Um, however, I'm also learning that my, I am also learning that my body is beginning to take on different needs, right? For instance, uh, at swelling, like in my knees, right? There's from going 31 days straight, with no break to workouts, like it's, it's, my body is feeling it and therefore it needs some adjustment. Um, so which has caused me to reach out to some folks in the wellness arena and say, Hey, what do I need to do? Uh, before I would have just tweaked it on my own and just kept going and everything will be okay. But no, I, it is pushing me into asking for help. And that's a big learning, um, because I usually would undertake these challenges on my own. And I don't have to. I'm not doing the challenge by myself. It's not a secret, right? Um, another uh, another thing that, you know, because of the swelling in my knees from so much walking, I've incorporated daily um, and, and having uh, been on my feet so much with no days off, I have to adopt a new or a secondary sort of workout or situation so I'm not on my feet as much. Give my knees a little bit of a break. Uh, also, like I've not lost a considerable amount of weight. And while I have, that great, don't get me wrong, um, it's not like I'm ra- rail thin. Um, I actually have gained weight because, uh, you know, a meal plan that I thought would be the key to keeping me going, uh, it's, it's doing okay. But I'm now recognizing too that it is not because it's, you know, with the increased activity, I'm holding on to water, hence the swelling. Um, and so I'm recognizing uh, that, and this is where we'll spend the rest of our time this morning, uh, that in times of mass productivity uh, or a lot of activity, 
that I have mental health needs that need tending to, like my need for self-regulation. And my need for self-regulation, as I am quickly consumed by the actions of my daily experiences and the feeling as if there's, there's just not enough time to get it all done, I start to panic. I start spazzing out. Uh, and I don't know if you do that either. When you, when you have a long laundry list of things to do, it starts to like stress you out a little bit or your cortisol raises a little bit. I don't know. For me, I see a list and I start to go crazy on the inside because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's all the stuff I have to do. Some folks are energized by a list. So I recognize that, you know, everyone is not going to have that same response. I do though. And I don't know where it comes from essentially, but I know uh, that it happens for me. Um, and so I have a deep sense of gratitude, even for this morning as we're together. Um, even if you're hearing it in the afternoon or the evening, uh, and that gratitude stems from having, for having something bigger than me that I can hope and aspire to grow into, uh, parts of myself that are underdeveloped as developed as I try to be as a person, there are still parts of me that are underdeveloped and that is where my gratitude lies, that I can be given time and space to like pay attention to that underdeveloped part of myself and spend some time there and ask for help there. Because if I were a master at all, I'd learn none, right? And, you know, what's, what is it if you're not undertaking learning? I mean, that's just, you can answer that you don't have to. <laughs> so y'all, when, um, when I say grab a book, I really mean it. Like let a book enrich you. Even if you only got one page of wisdom from that, let a book enrich you, please. Like pick up a book, like look at the front page. They say, don't judge a book by its cover. And I believe that, but so, y'all, so, uh, just grab, look at something that's attractive to you and grab that book. It could be fiction. doesn't matter. Let it enrich you. I mean it because there's so much available in a book. And it's a shame that we opt into quick entertainment via socials and opt out of content that can really help out in life. I mean, prior to last year, I think in, in absent of my master's program, I think I would have picked up zero books to read. I just did life day to day. As long as I had music, I was good. Picked up zero books. I mean, zero books. And I, sometimes I would start books, but never push myself to finish. Years. I spent years, good people, without adding quick and free help. Well, I mean, some of that help was 1999, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> right. And even if you don't have 1999, you have a public library, you have apps like Hoopla or Libby, where all you have to do is have, um, a li a public library card where you live and you can gain access to free audiobooks. Like, Oh, my back, my phone doesn't keep a battery. You don't have to listen to it all in one setting, like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, it adds up. So anyway, pick up a book, let it enrich your life. Uh, but back to the book 
that I, um, that I was reading is called what happened to you. Um, and yes, this book has capital B blessed my life. It's a little difficult on the understanding though, because you have to be ready to receive how the brain works and neuroscience. And for some it is very sciencey and some, in some parts of it is very sciencey. I love that. I love it. I, I like, listen, I'm here for it. I'm here for more of it. I'm like, oh, give me that model. Let's show, show me, show me, right? I'm, I'm into all of that. So in that regard, it's a little bit sciencey. However, it is so incredible in the way that they did it. Um, because the Dr. Perry gave the science and Oprah gave the sort of anecdotal, the storytelling, the, the examples that match the science. And it was just really, and he does too. So from, you know, his real time practicing. Um, and so it, it was very easy to follow, even though the science was a little bit difficult, if that makes sense. So I, I've had to set the book down plenty of times, uh, because it brings up awarenesses that even I wrestle with from time to time about my past and how it affects me even now. So yeah, I've had to set it down, but I've picked it back up. I challenged myself to pick it back up and push through. Dr. Perry is a medical clinician and psychiatrist, and he discusses his work in the lane of trauma and behaviors with my absolute best shero ever, Oprah. Um, and I ranked it and reviewed it. That's how good it was, y'all. So um, here's a little clip around uh, the nature clip that I shared with you earlier today. Here's what he says about that. Yes. Thinking about this helped me begin to piece together the regulating potential of patterned repetitive activity, like dancing or massage. As you recall, Mike Roseman had PTSD. His stress response system, including his core regulatory networks, was overactive and overly reactive. That made it hard for him to fall asleep. And when he did, his sensitized stress response system made it hard to transition smoothly through the various stages of sleep. As a result, he was a very light sleeper, typically waking after a few hours. Many nights he would doze for only a few minutes before startling awake at the slightest noise. He was always exhausted. But now he was telling me that he had a long, deep, refreshing sleep after hours of dancing and that he fell asleep in minutes when he was getting a massage. From that point forward, a major component of Mike's therapy was physical therapy. Several times a week, he would get massages for his bad back. I encouraged him to dance in smaller doses all week long and to walk. He started walking all over town. A month or so after creating a more structured schedule of rhythmic activities, he began sleeping much better and his other post-traumatic symptoms started to be less intrusive. It's incredible that something as simple as walking can have that effect. Walking is very regulating for me. And it's especially regulating if you can walk in nature. The sensory elements of the natural world bathe us with their own regulating rhythms. Let's keep talking about how you can help a dysregulated person feel more regulated. I mean, good people, what do you think about that? 
Now, I know that there's a lot of context that you don't have as a result of that passage. However, just from that passage alone, it gives light and credence to the ways in which we can be, where we can find balance in our days. And that balance is something called self-regulation, which we're not going to get into today, but we will spend some time there um, in the future. And between my calls to worship during this Holy Week and uh, for me, the calls to recognize how my past can permeate through my current behaviors is telling. Uh, I am also hopeful that in what Dr. Perry was saying, that we have the ability to just human behavior, we have the ability to sink into patterns without even knowing that it happens. Um, and so because of that, we we have literally free resources to our disposal that can help with the processing of of what we're internalizing or going through. And that's the process of self-regulation um, so that we can be good relational stewards, not only to ourselves, but to other people, right? Your relationship with others, your friends, your family, um, you know, your coworkers, right? And if you're not self-regulating, they feel it. They feel it. They know it. Um, and maybe they don't have the words to share it with you, but they feel it. Um, so y'all, there are so many gems in this book and it is golden. Uh, but that also comes with recognizing some hard truths, which like I shared before, we'll get into, into the next series of the check-in, uh, season seven, the check-in after this sort of season on gratitude. And that's what I'm grateful for. Good people. The ability to step away from the noise and to be able to work on self-care because it in and of itself is not selfish. It's essential. That's another gem that I acquired from the book. Self-care is not selfish. It's essential. Um, I'm grateful for my family and my friends and my faith and my the finances that I am afforded to keep things moving. Uh, I'm grateful for newfound knowledge and wisdom that I work to incorporate with each aha moment that I experience or any affirming situations that I might have. So then I'm grateful, you know, in total, I'm grateful for you for coming to listen. So I shared with you what I'm grateful for this morning. Okay. So then can you, can you speak out loud, whether you're driving or sitting at your desk or walking or running or wherever you're deciding to listen from, can you pause this episode? Come right back to me, but can you pause and share out loud what you're grateful for? Go ahead. I'll wait. Okay. Did you do it? Okay, great. Um, if, if, if you're, if you didn't, that's fine. If you can't speak it out loud because of the setting that you're in, can you write it? If you're driving, don't write it. Hear my voice. If you're driving, don't write it. <laughs> Be safe. If you're running, don't write it. <laughs> Be safe, right? Safety first. If you can't write it, are you able to think it in this moment? And yes, even the power of thinking it out is still 
generating something. So that's all I have for you guys this week. Uh, Name the things that you're grateful for yet again. You could say it over and over again, and that's okay. Sometimes those things help us to see even greater situations to which maybe we didn't recognize as a result from being in a pattern that we didn't even uh, recognize until we stopped to think about what we were grateful for. Even if it's simply that someone who complimented you today or noticed you or brought your coffee or a drink or said hi to you randomly or held a door. Little moments of gratitude can go a long way and I hope to encourage you to extend that to others. Hey, if you celebrate, happy Easter to you and your families and your loved ones. Uh, Looking forward to next week and uh, I hope you guys have a great week and filled with moments of where you recognize the gratitude. And as always, let's make it a great week and as always, let's go!